He is saying not to ask God to move the mountain, but that we are supposed to speak to that mountain. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have John and Lisa Bevere on the show, and they are talking to us about effective, fervent prayer and how if we pray fervently, God answers and that, you know, a lot of times we are just, we just throw up prayers and hope for the best and God wants us to believe him and to continually pray until we see something happen. You know, that whole, that old thing, push P U S H pray until something happens. We have to believe God and pray fervently with his word and in his power. And we will see the things that we need to come to pass, come to pass. Here's John and Lisa. I remember John, we were first married and um, we were so poor. And um, we got up one morning and our, our car window, my car window had just heat exhaustion broken, like it shattered in Texas heat. And, and like, we just had all of the stuff happen at once. And like a, a flat tire at the a same flat time. flat tire, car like thing broke. And I had to get to and from work. And it was, you know, we'd go to church and people were like, wow, I gave $10 and they came home the next day and there was a thousand dollars in my mailbox. We're like, what where's what's going on we we are not seeing this at all and it was kind of the 80s kind of like we're going to deposit and god has to give us a hundredfold back but we were like hey we just want we, we just, were so dysfunctional yeah the then. 80s were a little scary it was weird yeah but yeah. thank god we were young enough to to not fall for some of that but anyway we do believe in seed time and harvest yes uh but we believe that we seed and god gives a harvest but anyway we were in a season where we had no money uh, barely enough money to get for gas to get to and from work. And I remember I started getting mad. I was like, you know what? We tithe, we give offerings, and we are not seeing a break. I'm tired of hearing about all these other people that are getting blessings. I just want food. This is not. And I heard, John, I heard the Holy Spirit say, you were still working at Rockland or National. I heard the Holy Spirit say, I am not the one standing between you and the answer to your prayers. Why are you yelling at me? And I was like, oh wow. my gosh. I said, oh my gosh, it's the enemy because God has these promises and we were being faithful to tithe, faithful to give, at, you know, believing his promises. And, and I realized it was the enemy. And I called you at Rockwin or National and I said, it's the devil. It's you know, the devil <laughs> stealing from us. Yeah. That's what Do you Job remember did. that? Job yeah. blamed God. He was like, God's done this. God's done that. And well, he said, I'm going to take up my sense. case. God right. seems I'm going to take up my case against God. God, why didn't you just cause me not even to be born? You've done this to me. You've done that to me. You've withheld. You've done this. When in reality, it was the devil. It was the devil. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, destroy. He said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So it falls under the category of stealing, killing, and destroying. It is not God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I love that. And so we can be fervent. Now, we don't engage Satan in some kind of Satan yelling match. We're not talking about that. You know, it talks about when it said when Michael, the archangel, was disputing Satan over the body of Moses, he said, the Lord rebuke you. So we actually know who we are, what we're standing in. And, you know, what he didn't have was the word of God. We have the word of God. So we speak the word of God. And that word of God. Let me give an example so people can can connect this. Jesus set up this 
pattern for us to be able to follow him. Absolutely. When the enemy's directly attacking him, what does he say? It is written. written, speaks the word, and then he said, away with you, Satan. So he used the word to cause Satan to go away. Right. So go ahead. No, Keep no, going. that's that was it. I was just <clears throat> saying that we can use the word of God. We can be fervent. We don't have to be weird. We can speak the word of God. We say it is written, which actually means it's finished. Listen, this is finished. This argument between you and I, you, you know, it's not God stealing from me. It's not God withholding from me. It's not God making my kids sick. This is an attack, and I am going to declare truth and the word of God over our family and our life. Now, you brought up this story. So the windows busted, the tires flat, and Dallas was having bad rainstorms. And I remember I covered up the window with a plastic bag. I think and, it was a dry cleaning bag. And yes, the it was apartment bad. complex was now getting it with us about, hey, your car is an eyesore. <laughs> and I'll and this is what happened with me that same time period. I remember I got out to a place where nobody can hear me. And I said, all right, and I'm yelling now. And I mean, I'm yelling at the top of my I voice because I was angry. I said, all right, devil, you want to fight? You're going to get a fight. I have a sword and you have been disarmed. That's what the New Testament says. And I'm going to take this sword and I'm going to cut you up into pieces. Then I'm going to cut your pieces into pieces until you get so tired of this that you run from us and start terror. That's what the Bible says you will do. So I started speaking scriptures and I remember this joy hit me. We had no money. Mm -mm. And then one of your friends came over the next day, and she saw that eyesore car, and she goes, Lisa, is that you're in John's car? And you go, yeah. She goes, I got a friend that's a mechanic. He came over, fixed our car. Everything for nothing. He just basically charged me a couple parts. And I was like, God, you just, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. But this is what it takes. This is what builds our faith. I remember when, when we moved to Colorado, Lisa, our staff, oh my gosh, they would pray in the mornings and I'd be like, why don't you just bring your pillows in here and let's just sleep while you're praying, okay? And I'm like getting so angry at him. I'm like, do you call this prayer? So I said, that's what happens when you don't give people coffee and you ask them to pray. So so I started teaching them like we're doing on these broadcasts. And I started saying, so I'd go in there and every day and I'd pray with my staff and I'd say, no, we're going to pray again. You didn't pray loud enough. You didn't pray passionate enough. And then, you know, now people come into our prayer meetings in Colorado Springs and they go, wow, your staff really does pray. I'm like, yeah, they do even better than me. But here's what changed everything, baby. Here's what changed everything. The worst fire in Colorado's history was called the Haman Fire. Happened in 2001, I believe. No, 2002. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Look, Google it. Anyway. There's a fire. The fire fire. is coming straight to our office building. It is uh, less than 11 miles away. The wind is blowing directly from west to east and blowing that fire directly to our offices at one mile per hour. Two ministries across the street had evacuated and left, and we were under voluntary evacuation. I came home from a trip. All of our computers, all of our file cabinets were on the parking lot. They're being geared like, loaded up to you there's a There's a big moving truck. I said to my um, chief of staff at the time, I said, what's going on? He said, well, John, and while I'm driving up, there is soot and ash falling on the windshield. I remember that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I said, what are we doing here? 
And he said, we're, we're getting out. He said, because it's voluntary evacuation. And when the fire comes across Rampart Range Road, which was six miles from our building, it's mandatory evacuation. I said, would you please tell the moving company, whatever cost they incur in coming out here, we'll cover that. And to please tell them to leave. We don't need their services. And my chief of staff looked at me like, you are crazy. And I remember calling my whole team into the boardroom. And I remember we only had like about 10 staff That was five people. That, no, I'm just kidding. I think kidding. it was about 10 at yeah. that, that yeah. time. And I said, okay, guys, Jesus yeah. said this. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. I said, guys, listen to his words. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says, he shall have whatever he says. I said, how many times does Jesus say the word say in this verse? And they all said three. I said, how many times does he say believe in your heart? They said one. I said, do you see the emphasis here? He is saying not to ask God to move that mountain. He is saying that we are supposed to speak to that mountain. I said, now let's all agree what we want to happen. And we started listing I think it came to seven conditions that were going to happen we listed them on the board we all go out on the parking lot and I said if any of you start praying quiet I'm going to confront you I said we are speaking loudly to that fire and we are commanding first of all the wind to change directions and right. go from east to west so which is really weird so it blows back on itself and we start naming all the conditions Lisa I'll never forget it our girl um, who was our receptionist, had the fireman's frequency radio on. We started speaking to that fire. She comes running out right in the middle of us praying, saying the firemen are going crazy. The fire at that time was 0% contained. She said the firemen said, the wind has shifted. It's blowing the fire back on itself. That night, we watched a storm come in against the wind, dumped on it, that fire had been going for three solid weeks and put it out. Lisa, our staff, never, ever prayed the same again. Yeah. So it took them seeing that because what? Experience produces hope, and hope is what faith gives substance to. And so all it takes is just one time, one time when you see God answer a fervent prayer that you're going to start changing, and you're going to start praying the way the Bible tells us to pray, fervently. Yeah, and then I remember we had another fire, and we all no. And yeah. I remember you know it was so bad; it looked like a bomb zone, bomb bombing zone. It would look like we were under uh, a war zone, and we all went up and we prayed, and we all began to see the same thing that that the fire of heaven was going to fall, and it was going to contain the fire. And you know, we're not saying we're the ones that stopped everything, but we know we know that we felt that shift in the spirit. So we were taking our portion, and we were praying, and we are believing that none of us staff would have any of their houses damaged and none of the, at both times and none of our staff had anything damaged and and it was such a, a a stone of remembrance the first fire became a stone of remembrance for the second fire and i remember it, it really changed our son's lives watching i mean they experienced i i know that we've got some staff members sitting here that were there during that time and it gave all of us a strong sense of faith and then that same faith i mean hey what we learned in the fire then we learned for the nations and right. then, and then John started being crazy about we're going to give away more books than we sell every year, and we're going to do this. I'm like, what kind of prayers are those? And and yet we have seen that God comes through, and so we effectual fervent prayer. God did not want a ministry building burnt down. Effectual fervent prayer of righteous people doesn't mean perfect people. It means righteous people avail much. 
That was John and Lisa Bevere, and you can find that clip if you search under their podcast, which is called Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere, and they have one that comes out every week, and I encourage you to download that and listen to it as well because they have some great stuff on there, great encouragement, great teaching, and um, if you ever want to find out more information about their ministry, they travel all over the world and they um, have a ministry called Messenger International. So it's messengerinternational.org. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.